Hey guys, welcome back to the Road to Madness podcast. I'm Matt Caglio. I'm Mindong. 49 days until March Madness tips off. Yeah, man, 49 days. Uh, we say it a lot, but time is really a ticking. And uh, yeah, just a lot of good stuff happening this weekend. A lot of great things, obviously, with a lot of good upsets, a lot of great overtime games. And uh, yeah, stellar week of college basketball uh, this past weekend and week, I should say. And another week comes uh, as another week goes. So uh, now it's, I believe there's week 12 of the season now. So, yeah, a lot of new stuff happening, but uh, same old stuff happening. And uh, pretty big challenge coming up this upcoming weekend. Very excited for that one. But we got a long ways to go until we get there. Yeah, always a stellar week of college basketball. A weekend, I should say, it was a fantastic weekend, as always. And, yeah, week 12 and less than 50 days left, which is crazy. Indeed it is. So, uh, without further ado, let's just get things started with this weekend recap. We start with Friday's games and uh, two, key, two key games we got on Friday's slate. First game up, number 14, Michigan State Spartans. They do bounce back. Good win on the road against number eight, Wisconsin. A very good game from Malik Hall and company. But, uh, yeah, Sparty gets, the, gets it done. Now first place in the Big Ten. We'll talk about that more, obviously, on Wednesday. Next up, uh, Illinois, number 17, stunned. No Kofi Coburn was probably the biggest uh, issue. They get stunned by Maryland. Maryland blows it up pretty big in the second half, and they win this game uh, by 16 points. So very good stuff for Maryland. Maybe their season's back on track with Danny Manning. Who knows? Now we move to Saturday slate. Obviously the biggest of the days. First up, we had a really great game, probably the better game, one of the better games of the weekend as a number two Auburn. They get it done against number 12 Kentucky. Really good game, man. And uh, Auburn fans are crazy. The jungle is just ridiculous. Uh, a lot of great fans standing. Uh, waiting this game overnight. I know personally some people that were at this game and they said they had a really good time. Very jealous of them. Next game up, number five, Baylor. Uh, they get a good win over Oklahoma on the road. Baylor's uh, finally getting their rhythm back. Uh, one of the hotter teams, I'd say, at the moment. Duke, number six, 40-point win over Syracuse at home. Probably one of the biggest ones, and we've seen in a long time uh, for these Duke Blue Devils. Number seven, Kansas survives a very close game against Kansas State. I thought Kansas State had this one in the bag. Uh, they were up uh, by 16 at halftime. Kansas storms back and gets a three-point win over their in-state rivals. Number nine, UCLA, very close one, but a good one on the road against Colorado. Number 10, Houston, destroys East Carolina by, uh, what is that, 53 points. So uh, Houston's been rolling, and they're unstoppable in American play. Number 11, uh, Villanova, survives this tough scare against Georgetown. Uh, Georgetown had this game for most of the, uh, the uh, 40 minutes, but uh, Villanova took it at the end of the last five. Number 24, Tennessee, your Vols. Good upset win at home against number 13, LSU. Uh, TCU stuns number 15, Iowa State. TCU, man, put some respect in their name. They've been rolling as of recently. Uh, Damian Bao had a really good game for uh, TCU, and the Horned Frogs are rolling. Number 16, USC, good win over Utah on the road. Very close game than most people expected, but, hey, USC gets the job done. Number 18, Texas Tech. Very good win over West Virginia. It was a pretty close one for the most part, but Texas Tech stormed late in the end of this game. A big upset here, uh, number 22, Louisville, Chicago, falls at home to Missouri State. I did call this upset. Uh, Isaiah Mosley had a fantastic game. We'll talk about him a little bit later this episode. And, uh, yeah, Loyola Chicago's home uh, winning streak is now uh, done. It was one of the longest ones in the history, uh, well, going actively, but uh, it has now been stunned. Finally, number 23, Texas going over Oklahoma State on the road, but that doesn't really matter at this point. Now moving forward to Sunday. Uh, it's a pretty good game Sunday. Number three, Arizona. Good blowout win over Cal. Uh, no surprise here, I should say. Purdue, same with them. Purdue, number four, a 20-point win over Northwestern at home. A stunner. Uh, this team's been red hot. Uh, the Golden Eagles, I believe they are, Marquette. 
really good win at home against number 20 Xavier. This team has had some two back-to-back uh, top 25 wins in the Big East. Marquette's been rolling. Shaka Smart and company continue to do it again. Finally, Providence, number 21. Close win, but a good win at home against Butler. Great game. Uh, great games this weekend. What were your thoughts on the, game, on the weekend? Yeah, let's kick things out with Friday. Michigan State, they got the job done in Madison. That was very surprising to me as Wisconsin. I thought it was one of the top teams in the nation. Uh, like, like, yeah, they were one of the top teams in the nation, I should say. And Maryland, man, I know Illinois had no Kofi Coleman. This is a very impressive win. They're still 2-6 and six in the Big Ten. There's a lot of ground up. Uh, they need to that's, – that's needed to be made up to make the tournament for them. So, yeah, good win for Maryland. Obviously, Auburn, um, you'll see their ranking fairly soon. I'll announce it soon. But, man, I thought Kentucky had this, and then Ty Ty Washington, he got hurt. I think that just changed the whole game. And I think Auburn got lucky in this one, I should say. Baylor, good win. Duke, good win. What a heartbreak for, for Kansas State. I thought they had this one in a bag after I saw the first time. My, Nigel Pack had a hell of a game. Uh, yeah, Kansas, man, they're, they're top team for a reason. UCLA, good win. Houston, man, they're the best team in America. And that's that's clear cut now. We thought Memphis in the beginning of the season. We thought a lot of stuff, but Houston's clearly the number one team in America. And that's not even a question. Been over great win. Tennessee, man, you know, I love my, me, my balls. Euros Plavshek is the GOAT. <laughs> you, can, you heard that now. TCU, man, I think they're a tournament team. And the Big 12 is, is fantastic. USC, Texas Tech, great wins. Missouri State, man, Isaiah Mosley. He's a hell of a player, uh, 40 bomb on Lyotrigata. And Lucas Williamson, man, he's like a contender for D-point, national D-point. And Isaiah Mosley just casually drops 40 on him. So maybe Isaiah Mosley should be AP player of the year then, I guess. <laughs> and your Texas Longhorns uh, escape with a win. Arizona expected, Purdue expected. And Marquette, man, what? how about them, man? They're, they're great. And – Maybe Texas should have not fired Shaka. Let's hear your thoughts on that after this. But uh, in Providence, shout out Ed Cooley. He's now second all time in the Providence win list. But what are your thoughts on uh, Shaka Smart? Yeah, man, I can't tell if it's the players or the coach. Uh, at the moment, it seems like it's the players. I mean, Shaka, he's, he's doing it with less talent at Marquette, I, I should say. I mean, Texas, I mean, they have a lot of good talent this year. And uh, at the moment, right now, Marquette's the better team, I think, in this one. So I'm uh, very surprised. Marquette is doing this well so far. Uh, they have a really tough schedule up ahead still. The Big East, uh, there's no easy game, I should say, in the Big East. I think every team is a very good competition, uh, even DePaul. So shout out to my Blue Demons, obviously. But, uh, yeah, I do think Shaka Smart, very good hiring for Marquette. I think it's definitely the right fit at the right time. And uh, hopefully Marquette can keep this up because uh, they've been a really impressive team, definitely an overachiever, 100%. Probably the most overachieving team right now in this season at the moment. Mm-hmm. And uh, should we just get right to the AP poll? Yeah, let's, let's get right to it. It's a very big week. It is week 12, like I said. It's a big one. Yeah, week 12, obviously 61 AP poll voters. And uh, we have a new number one team. That number one team is the Auburn Tigers. They received 45 of the 61 uh, first place votes. So they are now the number one team. The number two team, Gonzaga, who received 15 of the 61. The other person with one first place vote, the number three team, which is Arizona. They remain at number three, the top five, surrounded out by the Big 12 as Baylor's at number four, Kansas at number five, Purdue not too far behind at number six, UCLA and Houston both tied for seven, and at number nine, Duke 10, Michigan State 11, the team they just beat, Wisconsin 
12 Kentucky, 13 Texas Tech, 14 Villanova, 15 USC, 16 Ohio State, 17 Providence, 18 Tennessee, 19 LSU, 20 UConn, 21 Xavier, and welcome to the top 25. Marquette has finally made it to the top 25. They've received votes for a long time now, but obviously after a great week, they do deserve uh, to be in the top 25. At 23, Iowa State, 24, Illinois, and you know I love this team at number 25. That is Davidson Wildcats, the mid-major representing the AP top 25 this week. Uh, not too far behind the others receiving votes. BYU, Alabama, Texas, Colorado State, and Florida State. What are your thoughts on the top 25? Yeah, and obviously the drops, Loyola Chicago and Texas were the two drops, kind of obvious, but uh, got to include it. But uh, yeah, really good week and uh, definitely love this AP poll a lot at the moment. Uh, definitely finally giving Auburn the respect that they deserve at number one. Uh, Should have been last week, but hey, they proved themselves this weekend and they got it done. So shout out to Auburn. First time in school's history, they are the number one team in the AP poll. Uh, yeah, but overall, I do like this list a lot. I, I feel like I feel like these top 10 have been the top 10 for a while now, besides Auburn, because obviously Auburn moved in uh, a while ago. Uh, but I do think it's a really good poll, and uh, a lot of teams definitely proven themselves. I think Providence has been very strong. Ohio State's kindly found their groove a little bit. I mean, they still got a lot of tough games coming up ahead, and I think a lot of these teams have a lot of tough games coming up ahead, uh, besides Houston, I should say, because uh, – like, like you said, at the moment, it looks like Houston should be running away with this American Conference. But, uh, yeah, a lot of these teams still have a lot of stuff to prove. And, uh, yeah, I'm very surprised by some of these teams. But, uh, obviously, Iowa State and Illinois take the biggest dips. Same with LSU, uh, both dropping five-plus spots. But uh, a lot of teams did move up this week. Your Vols especially, uh, good stuff for them, moving up six. Texas Tech also up five. So, uh, yeah, a lot of good stuff. And I do think this is a very good list. So I'm very happy with the eight people. Mm-hmm. And, uh... Let's get to your performers of the week. Performers of the week. So first guy up, obviously we talked about him, Isaiah Mosley, man. He has been killing the game. Uh, obviously dropped 40 last time out, but overall this season he is currently averaging 21 points per game, um, five and a half rebounds, two assists per game, and one steal per game, and 21 games played thus far for the uh, excuse me, Missouri State, obviously. Next guy up, got to give him some love, man. He's been hooping. Peter Kiss, your Bryant Bulldog. Uh, He's only played 15 games, but in those 15 games, averaging 22 points per game, five and a half rebounds, three and a half assists, and also uh, two steals per game in, obviously, the 15 games played. And uh, last time out, he had 25 and the good win over uh, St. Francis, Brooklyn. So uh, what are your thoughts, obviously, on your boy Peter Kiss and also Isaiah Mosley? Yeah, Isaiah Mosley's a hooper. I, I mentioned it, just a casual 40 bomb on what was supposed to be one of the best defenders in the country. Uh, and Peter Kiss, man, I've been watching a lot of Brian Oops. Obviously, I love Peter Kiss. Hopefully, see him in real life and playing real soon. Yeah, man. Uh, very exciting for him. Obviously, I, get, I did get to see him play, and he was very good. I was a little rattled by the Clemson fans, but uh, it is what it is. But, uh, yeah, he did all he could pretty much in that game. But, yeah, he did a really good stuff. But, uh, yeah, I think both these guys, definitely two of the better guards in the nation and uh, obviously proving themselves day in and day out. So, uh, definitely respectable for both of those two guys. And, We'll go to team of the week now. we got two teams in mind. First team, obviously, Auburn. They've been killing it. So, we got to give them the love. First time in school's history. They're another one team. So, definitely deserving of team of the week. Second team, we got to give it to Marquette, man. They've really been under the radar and finally getting the respect that they deserve. And, uh, like I said, this week's a big one for them. So, they got to prove themselves worthy of staying in the top 25. But at the moment, I definitely believe they are a top 25 team. 
And uh, remember last year, they were really 500, a lot of good quad one wins, a lot of bad quad four losses this year. Very up with the quad one wins. Not so many bad losses for this Marquette team. So hopefully they can stick with that. And uh, if they do, I think this team could make it to March Madness. Yeah, definitely. And uh, best game. There's a lot of great games this weekend. Obviously, every weekend, there's a bunch of good games. What is your best game? Yeah, man. Best game. I, you know, I got to go. Hold on. I got to find it. Was it on Saturday? I think it was on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. I got to find it. You know, what I'm, you know what I'm talking about. Of course, um, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Little Rock and UT Arlington, game of the weekend. It was fantastic. Game went into double overtime. Um, I'm trying to find the stats. There it is. Double, triple overtime. I'm sorry, triple overtime. And uh, this game was crazy. So Little Rock had seven guys on the roster, and two of them fouled out. So they, Oh, no, three of them fouled out. They have four guys remaining. What do they do? Bring in the managers. The managers were playing in this game, and they were hooping. And uh, Little Rock. Gets a 98-96 win against UT Arlington. It was a fantastic game. And I know it's made major love, but this was a fantastic game. David Azor for UT Arlington had a, uh, 37 points. He killed it. But uh, DJ Smith for Little Rock was also killing it. Career-high 27 points, or season-high, I should say. But, uh, yeah, really good game. And it was a really good one to watch towards the end of the game. And uh, it kind of came out of nowhere. So, shout-out to UT Arlington and Little Rock. Yeah, I'm going to stick with the mid-major love. I'm going with Army-Navy. And – what a game that was. Navy, in the, they, they, I, I, there's no excuse for this. Uh, Army, what was the – how much were they down by again? They were up 27 points. Yeah. They were up 27 points. They, they were they, – they, they had the game. And Navy, Army, I mean, sorry, they forced OT, and they, they won a game. And so it was a very exciting game. It was actually nationally televised on CBS Sports Network. So, yeah, shout-out to the TV – or CBS for getting this game on because it was it was fantastic. It was indeed. I thought it was going to be a blowout from the start, but uh, yeah, it really was a uh, highest comeback win in uh, Horizon League history for Army. Really good win, and that's really a good statement one uh, going up against obviously Navy, who has had a rivalry for years now, uh, dating back I don't even know when, but you know it's been a while with those two teams. And honorable mention, I'm going to go Texas A&M Arkansas. Fantastic game down the stretch. I was watching this one in OT. Texas A&M, man, they, uh, they were down, I believe they were down seven points with uh, two minutes left. They came back, and uh, Hassan Diara hit a game-tying uh, three to put this game into overtime. But in overtime, Jalen Williams, man, he was a beast for Arkansas down the stretch. A couple big points, and uh, Arkansas got this game. Uh, a three-point win for them at home, and it was a really good game for both sides. Shout-out to Wade Taylor, though, the freshman from A&M. He had a career-high 25 points in that one. But, uh, yeah, must bus and company back on top of things. Um, someone did get hurt. Oh, no, no, sorry. I'm sorry. Um, JT Noday did get fouled out. So that's why, obviously, Arkansas was struggling a little bit towards the end. But, uh, yeah, they a very good one for them. Back on track. Yeah, definitely. Can't really come up with an honorable mention. Uh, but uh, what is this? There's just so many games. There's so many games. I mean, there's, there could be a ton of honorable mentions, as it was last week as well. Uh-huh. And do we have a Rothstein quarter of the week? Rothstein quarter of the week? I, I got to get one, and uh, I have one. And it is, this too shall pass. Obviously, COVID has been affecting a lot of these games. But uh, as of recently, uh, most of these games have been be- being able to be played uh, on the scheduled dates. So uh, it's been very good so far with percentage of the games being played on this correct day. Uh, look at Saturday. There was, only, there was only like seven games that were postponed, which is not that bad considering there was 140 games uh, played on Saturday. So uh, 
I'd say it's overall pretty good percentages, and uh, hopefully as we roll towards March, this number gets slimmer and slimmer and everything goes smoothly sailing as possible. And uh, obviously March Madness, you got to also think of it this way. There's also fans coming back hopefully this year. So, uh, well, I'm pretty positive they will be back unless something else happens. But, uh, yeah, it should be hopefully going smooth sailing till March. But obviously, hopefully we do remain safe and with the safety precautions given. And uh, hopefully everything can go smooth when we get to March Madness. Mm-hmm. And I have another Rostan quote, stay positive, test negative. That's what we all like. Indeed, indeed. And uh, now I believe it is time to get to the slate of the upcoming days. I believe we will be doing Monday and Tuesday. We'll see about Wednesday because last, obviously last time we did an episode on Tuesday, which kind of messed up some things. So hopefully it will be just be obviously today and tomorrow, but we'll see what happens. We'll uh, make a last minute change if needed. Uh, first game up, let's go to that six o'clock game in the ACC, Boston College, BC, as you know it, uh, been on a little bit of a hot streak, uh, just coming off a loss, I believe, to Louisville maybe. But uh, they're taking on Wake Forest on the road. Wake Forest, very impressive stuff. A very good win over UNC at home. This should be a good one. Who do you have? Yeah, BC's actually coming off a win uh, against Virginia Tech. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so BC's hot. That's all you need to know. Yeah, BC is hot. You, were, you, you texted me that. You're like, BC basketball is back. Um, but I got Wake Forest in this one. <laughs> Yeah, I got Wake Forest as well. Uh, obviously, Alphonse uh, Williams and uh, I forget the big man's name. Do you remember his name? Hold on, let me look. I forget his name. Um, Jake Jake La La, La Rivera. Uh, they those two guys have really been hooping uh, so far this year. I gotta go Wake Forest. Mm-hmm. And let's go to the seven o'clock games. We we'll start off with the Summit League game. Uh, South Dakota travels and takes on Western Illinois. Who do you have in that one? Good game. I think it's a very good game. Obviously, both these teams fighting for a good seed in the Summit League conference play or tournament. I'm going to go Western Illinois since they're the home team, but uh, South Dakota has also been pretty strong this year. Yeah, I'm going to go Western Illinois as well. Uh, They are coming out of a blowout loss to none other than the South Dakota State Jackrabbits. I think they'll bounce back. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. And next game up, let's go to that uh, A-Sun game. Uh, The current front runners right now in the A-Sun battling it out. Bellarmine currently 5-0. Taking on Jacksonville State, currently 5-0. Should be a good game for both sides. Obviously, winner takes first place in the A-Sun. Who do you have? Oh, yeah. but uh, for the I'm sorry, for the west side of this division, because Liberty is obviously number one right now. But who do you have? Yeah, Bellarmine's been a huge surprise, 5-0 in A-Sun play. I got to go with the home team in Jacksonville State, though. Yeah, I'm going to go to as well, but I do think Bellarmine off to another very good start this year. They had a really good year last year as well. They're year, division, year one in Division one. I. I think they'll have another very good year once again. Mm-hmm. And uh, Florida will travel to Oxford, take on Ole Miss, obviously. Two middle-of-the-pack teams. Ole Miss actually towards the bottom. But who do you have in that one? Yeah, Kermit Davis is on the hot seat. I'm going to go Florida winning this game. I'm going to go Ole Miss at home here. Yeah, should be a good one. Next game up, we'll go to that Colonial game. Townsend taking on Delaware. Another good game happening this weekend. Uh, Townsend this fall and overtime to UNC Wilmington. So UNC Wilmington currently first place in the Colonial right now. These two teams fighting for second place at the moment. Who do you have? I got to go with Delaware here at home. I'm going to go Delaware as well. I think they're the better team, and they're also the home team, which is definitely showing a lot of uh, progress uh, these past couple of days. Mm-hmm. Next up, two teams at 5-4 and four in ACC play as Louisville takes on Virginia in Charlottesville, Virginia. Who do you have improving to 6-4? and four? Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go Louisville. I was not impressed with Virginia on the road against NC State uh, this weekend. Uh, I'm going to go Louisville winning this one. I'm going to go Virginia at home. Yeah, I don't know. Virginia, they have a really up-and-down team this year. But uh, question for you. 
Is Tony Bennett's seat getting a little bit warm? What do you think? No, I think, I think, I think Tony Bennett. I think he he'll leave Virginia on his own terms. All right, I, I think his seat's getting a little warm if I were him. But uh, obviously, there's still a lot of games left to be played, so we'll see what happens. That's just my personal opinion. We'll go to that other ACC matchup though. Virginia Tech, uh, obviously coming off a loss to BC, they're traveling to UNC to take on. Uh, Obviously, the Tar Heels, who are looking all right this year, but uh, still need a little bit of an oomph to get going. Who do you have? Yeah, they're coming off of two blowout losses back-to-back. Uh, I'm going to go UNC here just because West Virginia, I don't think they'll score enough points to, to be in this game. Yeah, I'm going to go UNC as well. Uh, both these teams, I think they're underperforming tremendous. I think West Virginia Tech is underperforming tremendously so far. I'm not, I don't know what's going on, but uh, they need to pick some things up fast. I'm going to go UNC, though. Uh-huh. And at 9 o'clock, the game of the day, two top 15 programs face off as thir- number 13 Texas Tech travels to number five Kansas. Allen Fieldhouse, man, who do you have in this one? Yeah, man, really good game. Um, I do think Kansas wins this one since they're the home team, but uh, emergency play of the day. Texas Tech covers that spread. All right, and that also takes me to the real play of the day. Under. 138.5 points. You want to take the under? I know it's the under. Nobody picked the under. But come on, I've, I'm hot. I've, I've hit the last three play of the days. Let's try to make it four today. Wear your glasses. You said you were bringing them out today. But uh, I guess we don't have them for this episode. Uh, you got to find something for your play of the day. You got to put something on or something like that. We'll figure it out uh, maybe for tomorrow's games or next time we come for this episode. We'll go to that other 9 o'clock game, though, as UNLV travels to San Diego State. Uh, currently one of the top teams in the Mountain West at the moment. Uh, I believe they just lost to Boise State, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a really good game, though, for both sides. But uh, who do you win in this game? Yeah, Boise State is hot, hot. But uh, that's not – that's besides the point. I got San Diego State bouncing back. I do as well. I think this team is still one of the top three teams in the Mountain West. Uh-huh. And at 9 o'clock, St. John's looks for revenge against Seton Hall. Do you have them getting their revenge? Uh, I don't know. I'm going to say no. I think Seton Hall is a better team. St. John's haven't really been living up to their hype. Yeah, got to agree with you. Got to go Seton Hall. I still think they're a top 25 team. Yeah, I do, I do as well. Let's go to that crucial Big Sky matchup. Weber State taking on Southern Utah, two of the perennial top powerhouses this year in this Big Sky conference. Uh, should be a good one. Who do you have? Yeah, this is a very exciting game. I'm going to go Weber State on the road here. Yeah, I'm going to pick Southern Utah as the home team. I think it's going to be definitely – a must game to watch if you do have ESPN Plus. Uh-huh. And ending off the night, we got Arizona State versus number 15 USC in L.A. Arizona State, no Bobby Hurley uh, today. No Jay Heath either. If you didn't see, at the end of the, their game, I believe it was two days ago, they both confronted and made contact with the referee. Uh, so, yeah, they have both been suspended a game. Do you have Arizona State pulling off the upset without their coach and their starting point guard? No chance. Give me USC. Yeah, give me USC as well. And we'll go to Tuesday's games now. As I got to get them loaded. And here we go. Let's start with that good 630 game uh, for the A-10. Richmond taking on Rhode Island. Rhode Island coming off a very uh, bad loss to George Washington. Richmond, though, uh, they've also been pretty iffy uh, in A-10 play as well. Uh, both these teams really need to win for their seeding in the A-10 conference tournament. Who do you have? Yeah, that Rhode Island loss is poor. We got Richmond. I got Richmond as well. McEwen, I don't know what happened, but hopefully you step it up. Yeah. And at 6.30, Alabama travels to Athens, takes on Georgia. Georgia has not gotten an SEC win yet. Do you think it'll be 
do you think they're gonna get there first tomorrow? I don't. National championship game. I got Bam on this this time around. Yeah, I do as well. And big game at seven o'clock. The Clemson Tigers travel to Durham, New Hampshire to take on Durham, North Carolina, excuse me, to take on number nine, Duke. Uh should be an interesting game. Uh, but I think it might be ugly. What do you have? Duke. Yeah, I'm going to pick Duke. Uh, Clemson did come off a good win, a uh, 30-point win over Pitt this weekend, but it's Pitt, so uh, can't say too much about it. I got Duke. Uh-huh. And another top 25 game, this time in the Big Ten. That's number 10, Michigan State. Travels to Champaign to take on 24, Illinois. Kofi Coburn, questionable for this game. Who do you have in it? Yeah, man, it should be a good game. If Kofi Coburn does play, I'm going to go Illinois winning this game. If not, I think Michigan State should definitely roll over. Uh, like obviously Maryland did this weekend. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go Michigan State, considering Kofi will probably not play. That's just my consensus. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Give me Michigan State. Next game up, we'll go to that Big East matchup. Uh, the Paul Blue Demons, another good contest they got up. They're going to uh, Villanova, Pennsylvania to take on obviously number 14 Villanova. Good game for both sides. Who do you have? I got Villanova. Yeah, I'm gonna pick Villanova. Uh, DePaul, man. Bad loss against Creighton this weekend. Uh, the hype train's coming to a little bit of an end, but, hey, I still have faith. I got Villanova, though. Um, we'll go with 7 o'clock still. As Buffalo takes on Toledo. And Toledo, what a win they had over Ohio there now in first place in the MAC. Who do you have in this one? Yeah, man, really good win for Toledo, and I was very impressed by uh, how good that game was. It was a really good game, and uh, I really got to go Toledo. Buffalo's been all right this year, but I think they could be a little bit better. I got Toledo. Yeah, give me Toledo as well. Next game up, let's go with that 8 o'clock game. Uh, Kansas State, another time for an upset as they travel to Waco, Texas, to take on number four, Baylor. Do you have Kansas State pulling it out this time around, or do you have Baylor uh, shutting down a chance of an upset? Nah, Baylor's going to win, I think, pretty convincingly. Yeah, I think so, too. Kansas State, they lost their chance. Momentum's probably not on their side in this one. Baylor's been rolling. I got to go Baylor. Yeah, and Maryland looks to continue. Uh, their hot streak as they take on Rutgers at home. Obviously, Rutgers at home is a different breed. Uh, who do you have in this one? Rutgers at home is a different breed. Coming off a bad loss to Minnesota, they should have won that game. Minnesota was missing a lot of players as well. I do think Mar- uh, Rutgers excuse me, wins this game at home. Yeah, Rutgers. Let's go to that 830 game. Number one, Auburn. First time, number one in history. Uh, they have a pretty uh, easy game, I should say. Quote, unquote, you never know. They're going to Mizzou to take on Missouri. Uh, do you have Auburn uh, staying strong, or do you have Missouri pulling off one of the most miraculous upsets of the year? Nah, I have Auburn for now. Yeah, I have Auburn for now, but uh, Mizzou, man, don't sleep on them. They could definitely make some noise. You never know. Mm-hmm. And Georgetown still looking for their first conference win in the Big East. Uh, they'll be taking on number 20, UConn. Do you think they'll make it happen? They got to finish games, and uh, they did not against Villanova this weekend. I don't think they will against UConn. I got UConn. Yeah, I got UConn as well. Big game at 9 o'clock for the SEC. Mississippi State travels to uh, Lexington, Kentucky to take on number 12, Kentucky. Should be a great game, and I do think Mississippi State needs a big win. This could be the time for them to turn their season into full gear, and uh, they're looking like to be a March Madness team at the moment. But, hey, a big win over Kentucky could definitely implicate a lot of good things. Who do you have? Give me Mississippi State on the road. Upset here. No Ty Ty Washington. I think that will be a difference. Yeah, I think it will be a difference. I don't think it will be enough of a difference. Oscar Sheway should have a fantastic game. I got Kentucky. It should be a relatively close one, though. I'll give Mississippi State, Mississippi State some credit, but I got Kentucky. Mm-hmm. And two teams of Texas 
Texas Longhorns travels to Fort Worth to take on TCU. Who do you have in this one? Yeah, man. TCU's been rolling. I, I got to go TCU at home. But, uh, yeah, Texas, they've been all right. TCU should win this one, though. Yeah, give me TCU as well. Next game up, we'll go to the Mountain West and uh, a trio or two games in the Mountain West, I should say. Uh, first game up, Nevada. Uh, obviously, uh, finding a little bit of rhythm in their season, but uh, still nearly around 500, so not I wouldn't say just yet. They're going to Fort Collins, Colorado, to take on the Rams of Colorado State. I love this team a lot. Who do you have? Give me Nevada. You're terrible. Give me, Kentucky, give me Colorado State, excuse me. Uh-huh. And uh, the second game, two undefeated teams in the Mountain West, the only two remaining teams in conference play or conference games undefeated. What, what am I trying to say? The, two, the last two teams that are undefeated in conference play. There we go. Uh, boy. As <laughs> <laughs> Wyoming uh, travels to Boise to take on the Boise State Broncos. Who do you have remaining undefeated? Yeah, Boise State's been electrifyingly hot, uh, one of the hottest teams in the nation. Give me the upset. I'm going to go Wyoming. Graham Ike and company, they've been rolling. I'm very impressed by them this year as well. One of the, another, uh, one of the most overachieving teams this year at the moment. I'm going to go Wyoming on a big upset. Yeah, give me, uh, give me Boise State. Yeah, we'll go to that 10 o'clock game. Uh, as Colorado does travel to Oregon. Oregon coming off a massive win over Washington. I, I thought Washington had a chance, but Oregon definitely uh, turned that one down really quick. And uh, should be a good game in Eugene. Uh, Colorado looking to keep it close with another good team. Who do you have in this one? Yeah, Colorado just can't finish out games. I got to go Oregon. I got to go Oregon as well. I do think Colorado really needs to find a little bit of a gear uh, late in the end of these games. If they do, they could maybe be a little bit of a better team, and maybe they show it maybe tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And rounding out your Tuesday night, great game. Number three, Arizona. Number seven, UCLA. Bill Walton running the show on ESPN. Couldn't get any better than this. Who do you have in this one? Fantastic game. Very glad Bill Walton's on the call. Uh, it should be a, fam a great one, I think. I'm going to go Arizona. I do think UCLA's on a little bit of a slump, quote-unquote, because they've been keeping it close with a lot of teams that should probably be blowing out. I think Arizona is the much better team at this moment. I got Arizona continuing to go very, very strong and definitely see a big increase in the rankings. Yeah. I'm going to go with the defend home court mentality. UCLA will be defending home court. We shall see. We shall see. And shall we do Wednesday slates? And uh, I know you have obviously some time, time conflicts happening this week. So should we do Wednesday and uh, obviously get a midnight episode on Wednesday? Uh, actually, I'm actually done in the middle of the day on Wednesday. So oh. we'll get Wednesday. <laughs> so we'll, all right. So we'll do Wednesday on Wednesday. So, uh, yeah, that is all we have for today's episode, obviously. As you can see, a lot of great games happening these uh, upcoming two days. And uh, once we get to the end of this week, uh, you, your mind will be blown by how many good games there are this weekend. I'm really excited for that weekend. But, hey, we got a lot of great games till we get there. And a lot of teams fighting for their spot still in the top 25. So uh, some of these teams making their debuts, some of these teams making history. And we'll see if they can maintain that. And, uh, obviously, 49 days. So time's ticking. And uh, March Madness, when March Madness comes around, uh, even more chaos will cause. So I'm just really excited for that. Yeah, I am so excited. It's exactly seven weeks until March Madness tips off. And, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it is indeed. So, uh, yeah, I think that is all we have for today's episode. Thank you guys for tuning in, as always. And it's always March, baby. It's always March, baby. Thank you guys for tuning in.